0: Hey, this is Mary Oakley-Robertson. I run
1: track at UTSU, and you're listening to the No Playbook Podcast. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's the podcast where we talk with the outstanding athletes, coaches, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life here in the Southeast. I wonder if you'd do me a favor, really quick, just take a second, subscribe to the podcast. Just wherever you're listening right now, it would really do me a favor, uh, and it makes it really easy for you. So every time I publish a new episode, it just pops right up there on your phone. My guest today is a phenomenal athlete with a ton of drive. Her name is Mary Oakley Robertson, a track athlete at ETSU. She went to high school at Knoxville Catholic. Uh, and I can attest to this. She's working out at D1 with Corey Wendell, training all the time. So she was cool enough to join me on the podcast actually the day after Christmas. So I was very grateful for doing that. It's a great chat. And uh, my last one of 2023. So enjoy. It's coming up right after this.
2: Sit tight. Recruit Me puts the recruiting process in your hands. Most student athletes wait for college coaches to discover them, but coaches are busy and don't always have the time to find them. Recruit Me allows you to build an online profile to share directly with college coaches and is designed to help you enter all of the information coaches want to see. Your stats, your highlight videos, your academic information, your social links, and more. Plus, our team is here to make sure that your profile stands out with personalized suggestions. With over 25,000 coaches in our database, our premium plan gives you access to D1, D2, D3, and NAIA coaches across the country. And more importantly, gives them access to you. Enter your schedule of games and tournaments to let coaches know when and where you're playing so they can come out and watch you shine. Then communicate with interested coaches via our chat feature. When it comes to recruiting, don't make coaches research you. Do the work for them. Get started today at the Recruit Me app on the web and in the app stores. At D1 Training, what we do is in our name. Our D1
1: Athletes become D1 Athletes. Whether it's Los Angeles Angels pitcher Ben Joyce, high school soccer national MVP Brinley Murphy, or first-round NFL draft pick Cole Strange, we help all athletes reach their full potential. Five-star training system comes straight from D1 Strength and Conditioning programs and D1 has trained over 2,000 professional athletes. Many of them started as young as seven years old. Check out D1 Training.com to learn more about their facilities in Hardin Valley and Sevierville and coming very soon to Maryville and the tri-cities you go by mary oakley right yes okay Corey said moak and like moakley no Mo, no Mo. there's a lot of
0: nicknames but yeah, yeah. I... moakley's a big one at d1
1: thank you How for joining you?
0: me of course
1: yeah, yeah. day after uh, christmas too that's uh i wasn't wasn't sure <laughs> I, was, I would get you this week
0: of course of course i'm leaving tomorrow for a family trip so this was my one day I could. Yep. Where do you head? Siesta Keys. All the oh, way down to cool. Florida. Yeah. Excited. Nice little wow. break.
1: Is that a drive, though?
0: It is a drive. It's like eleven and a half and a half hours, I think.
1: Yikes. Yeah.
0: Um, but it'll be fun. But,
1: but Christmas was spent here in town?
0: Yes, sir. It was. We're at home.
1: So you are a, a sophomore at ETSU? I am. You get back often down to uh, the Knoxville area?
0: I really, I really don't. I love my routine and my schedule with track and school and everything. Kind of just stick to that up in Johnson city, but I come home every now and then.
1: Well, well, I guess first talk about that, like recruiting process when it comes to, I don't know the track world, what was that like for you? How'd you end up?
0: Um, it was a lot. It was a fun experience. It was definitely a stressful experience. Um, Cause track is just based off of time and certain schools have certain standards for recruitment. And if you don't have it, you don't have it. And so it's, you have to know, what you're getting into time wise and what you're capable of and push yourself if you really have high hopes for certain schools to get those standards um my process was it was pretty smooth i talked to multiple schools for a little bit but then i competed in high school at etsu for indoor during the summer i no during the winter of christmas time i don't know why i said summer um and so i competed there and my coach knew the Brent coach at ETSU at the time, who's no longer there. But I t- met him and I talked to him, and we kind of immediately got into communication, set up um, recruiting visits, and all of that. And it just felt like home. So I kind of picked it pretty quickly, but it was a good, it was a good experience.
1: Now you you mentioned you like your routine. What is that really as a college track athlete?
0: Um, it is almost the exact same thing every single day. It's like every day on repeat, but I love it. It's just, I, so I recently in the past season had hip surgery. So I'm in the training room a lot doing different rehab and treatment and that kind of stuff. So I'm in the training room every morning. And then I'm immediately in class after that for a few hours and then get ready for practice and practice and lift for a few more hours back in the training room for rehab and treatment. And then it's kind of recovery. I'll go sometimes go to the gym after and get extra work in extra running in for like endurance and more long distance training at night and then do it all over again.
1: Is it, um, that, that the same kind of stuff you work on, uh, when you're at D one with Corey? Yes. What is, what is the routine he's got you on? Like any specific goals?
0: Um, we are really trying to just get my hip back to what it was before surgery. Um, a lot of speed and agility with um for my endurance and just a bunch of we do a lot of technique work and that kind of just like the little like nitpicky stuff to that really you wouldn't think of but you really have to work on to strengthen your ankles your hips like just the kind of mobility stuff that is the behind the scenes of track
1: Oh yeah, uh, both Corey and um, like Ryan. I don't know if you know Ryan from D1. They work on some mm-hmm. stuff sometimes that I think is just so. When you say nitpicky, it is. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Like e- even when it comes to just balance and some of the different uh, things they've got folks working on is always super surprising. Because I'm I'm the marketing guy. Know. You know, I'm not a trainer, so it's it's neat to see yeah. that. And it's I guess it it really works.
0: It really does, and it's it's interesting sometimes because it's stuff you would never think of, and you feel silly doing it or you feel like you look silly doing it but then it does strengthen over time we do it week by week and i can do it better the next week i can do it i can go up and wait the next week so it really does work but in the moment it's just it's a fun experience though it's cool yeah learning well things.
1: ryan does look silly because he wears those shoes that uh look like socks yes. And make them individual <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: so i've seen uh,
1: those i don't care if they work i'll never not make fun of those oh 100% um now what about moakley customs Corey was uh showing me your your instagram when that it looks super cool
0: oh yeah so that is a personal business that I started about three years ago maybe and it was just for fun I'd never I've always loved art painting done a lot of creative stuff but I had never thought about having a business uh, but one year I had painted with just like normal craft paint a pair of old Air Force ones just for fun because I was like oh that would be cool and I was out at the beach, I think, wearing them. And someone was like, where did you get those? And I was like, I mean, I just painted them at home. And she was like, I need a pair. And I was like, oh. And so then I immediately went and bought the like, correct supplies for the leather paint and everything. And painted a pair. And everyone was like, you've got to make an Instagram. You've got to make an Instagram. So then it kind of spiraled from there. And I I stayed pretty busy. I've ordered almost all the time.
1: That's really That's cool. Fun. Um. Now, so I've I've been with D1 now for a little over a year, but before that I was with uh Dick's House of Sport for about 2 years. Um, okay. the the huge Dick's Sporting Goods in Knoxville. And one of the things I saw that really was surprising to me is that people will come by plain white uh sneakers with the intention of doing what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And and like what I would always do is I I kind of put on these events um for the community in, in different you know things be at NIL or, or some kind of a clinic for kids but i always wanted to do something like that where we could bring in somebody like you so i have no authority there anymore but i would love <laughs> to connect you with somebody there cuz i think I would they, love to do that. They would look for somebody to do that kind of stuff because you know for them it's cool cuz people are going to buy the shoes from them. Yeah. And then from you it's obviously would get you some more business. I think it'd be pretty fun.
0: That would be super awesome.
1: <laughs> somebody from Dicks cool. is probably listening to this like shut up casey we can't do
0: stop that. we can't do
1: that don't make offers we can't fulfill um well something else big uh alani you're an alani athlete what does that mean exactly
0: yes so i contacted alani this summer because i kind of have an addiction to alani like i have to have an alani every single day it does not matter what i'm doing and it, for some reason it's at three o'clock every day like it is like clockwork every single day and I was spending so much money on them and I love their products and so I was like why don't I reach out to them and see if they would love to like work together so I made a purpose statement and all of that and contacted them not thinking because I was like this is a big brand like I'm not sure and I'd never really talked to any other companies about anything I was like I'm not sure but I'll try so I reached out to them and they ended up responding and so I just sponsored them and promote their products for products in return and all of that but it's it's fun to work with. I was very shocked when I got a
1: response. Well, that's great. That's great. That that goes yeah. to show you just got to take a shot sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how it goes sometimes with this podcast. I'll reach out to people, and uh, I, I've reached out to so many huge name people that don't respond, but every now and then you do get one.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Monica Abbott is an example of somebody that I couldn't believe. She got back to me quickly, actually, and she was like, "Yeah, I'd love to come on." It's like, "Whoa, oh. really?"
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Sometimes you just better do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just never know. Over the uh holidays, I was really in close contact with um the kid that played uh Goldberg in The Mighty Ducks. Really? Yeah. He's he's got an interesting story, and I was just he was another one that he's been in contact with me. I don't know that we're gonna pull the podcast off together, but uh that was <laughs> another one I could I couldn't believe he got back with me. Um
0: yeah, it's to be in communication with him. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Um so looking at some of your accolades, uh, you've know you you've done really well in the 200 and 400. What is your favorite event, would you say?
0: The 400, which people think I am absolutely crazy for saying that. They're like, you couldn't pay me to run a 400. But the 400, I love how I love the how hard it is. I love the pain of it, how it's the last 100 part where you can't feel feel your legs and you're like, I never want to run again. Um, how many lapses I, of 400? The 400, just one.
1: okay got it but it's a full lap two
0: indoor yes
1: so what is a what is an outstanding time like what's your best time on the 400
0: right now it's pr would in high school at 58 which isn't an outstanding time especially for college but i have not competed since because i registered a freshman year so i'm hoping the times i'm hitting up practice i should have a decent pr this year so fingers crossed my hip stays put together and i get out there
1: well just for reference and, and i'm just going back to my personal experience. I, I didn't run track, but in high school we had to run a 6-minute mile to even be able to try out for the team. So, wow. and I remember that that we got it down to it was a 90-second lap. So, you had to basically run I guess a 490 seconds but do that four times. Even still wow. running those in 90, I remember like watching my, you know, looking at my watch and like, you know, I mean I wasn't going to <laughs> do much better than that i just wanted to get these so we can get three more right yeah. after but like even looking at 58 like that's that's super impressive
0: yeah it's it's a work in progress i definitely had some ups and downs with it in high school and then not i was competing right and just was trying to get my time down to because that's the event i wanted to get recruited for and then i wasn't aware that i was trying to pr and get recruited with the torn labrum um so I kept pushing it and pushing it, but I ended up dropping it by like three seconds in the in like a span of a few weeks in high school. So I was like, I am, I'm doing this. I'm going to college, I'm going to a school that I'm really proud to go to, and it's going to happen. So,
1: yeah, I like all my time up that I've spent at ETSU. Um, yeah. Just for different events with the athletic department. Um, and even the uh, the basketball coach, he came on the podcast. He was coach such Davis. a cool He guy. is
0: awesome. He's so neat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. He was, um, so he, he was, I think he's my age, maybe a year or two younger, but he was an assistant at Tennessee for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we knew a lot of the same folks. What would you say is your favorite? You do a lot with, uh, with Corey at D1. What's your favorite like exercise in the gym? Um, hmm, my
0: favorite exercise, um, I love when we like put the buckle around my chest, and I'm like doing like long sprints with the with the chain or like weight behind me. It's not easy, but I just it's something about it is just like fun to just go all the way down with the chain behind you.
1: Oh, absolutely! I, any of those things, they I mean, you can you can admit it. Like it makes you feel like a badass in that moment. Like, of course, <laughs> it, it does. That's that's you know <laughs> nothing to be embarrassed by. Um, so just one for fun, I thought. We ask is there any celebrity you'd like to race?
0: Any celebrity. To be
1: an athlete or actress, musician, anything?
0: Um, this is a basic one, but I want so I would like to race Anna Hall. She's like my idol, and I just want to see her whole like how she goes about things that attract me and like really like experience within like what she does and how she accomplishes what she accomplishes. Because she would smoke me but it would be cool to just like see how she runs her races and gets ready for meets and that kind of stuff yeah
1: you know i didn't think about this until just now but um with you being up in johnson city there is an athlete from up there do you know who blake Leeper is he is from that area uh, i think he might have gone to tennessee he is a world champion um sprinter i don't know the right word uh i don't know if it's paralympics or what but he was born with no legs, I believe.
0: Okay. The but he paradox, I believe.
1: Is a uh, like world champion um, sprinter and incredibly wow. cool guy. I actually learned about him on Daniel Tosh's podcast. And uh, I, I was, I was fascinated to hear like this guy's from Johnson City. I think it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't realize uh, he was from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but super cool guy. I would, I would look into him, but he's, uh, he's still like killing it, like in, in the, Prime of his career so that's oh, wow. a dude i would love to to run into and, and meet that at some point cool. but he's he's a super super successful guy how about as we're i mean we're recording this we said day after christmas we're coming up on new year's mm-hmm. are you a, a new year's resolution person
0: i am i definitely set some resolutions and some goals a lot of them are track and then some personal but this year i really just want to stay healthy i want to compete I want to succeed in my competition. My goal for myself this season is to get on podium at a conference. That would be big. That would I would just know that what I've been doing the past year with everything that's been going on that I I accomplished something in the past two years.
1: Heck, yeah. I mean, you you've overcome this uh injury and and come back with with a successful, you know, campaign. That would be that would be great. Yeah. Right on. Now, one question I ask everybody, Mary mm-hmm. Oakley, is um, one unforgettable sports memory for you. Uh, and, and some people share them as an athlete or even, you know, as a spectator.
0: Hmm. I feel like New Balance Nationals was very cool. That was a cool experience. Um, it was in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, but it was so cool just to be up against so many incredible athletes that i would never thought i would like run against um that was a really cool experience and a pretty cool backpack too but <laughs> i love that
1: yeah here do you remember where it was in north carolina
0: i do not i have no idea <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's my old stomping ground and, and i grew up in a really small town like middle of a uh, tobacco field so really there's a lot of those those small north carolina towns i've, I've spent a lot oh, of time yeah. in
0: yeah, I lived sure. in Raleigh for eight years. So I've been around there.
1: Well, um, Mary Oakley, you or, did you go to Harden Valley? Is that right?
0: I went to Catholic.
1: Catholic, that's what I said. Yes. Yeah. Um uh, what what was that experience like for you?
0: It was it was a decent experience. Uh the team was not super big. So it was kind of at times it was like me versus me. And I have to like prove myself and battle with myself at a lot of practices but other times there were some great athletes in there There there's a few coach changes back and forth especially for the sprinters um but then I also had Corey who I've had forever and my club coach who was always right there by my side so it was it was a roller coaster of an experience at Catholic but I think it definitely got me where I needed to be I was prepared when I went to college
1: Right. that's uh, that's all you can ask, I guess, from the high school yeah. program. There's one kid there now that I've met a couple times, Hegan. That yes, Hegan Smith. Uh, yes, yes, who is a cross country runner, right?
0: Yes, he's unreal.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a freshman, even I think he was like in, in national, major national competitions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so, been good from a young age.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's one I'd love to connect with again. He came. It was at Dick's, actually, one of the big events we had with Nike running. Um, he came to I don't even remember who the athlete was but there was some track star there that was Keegan's like sports idol Aww. so it was really cute getting to see him there mm-hmm. um like with his pad to get an autograph and get some pictures so that was oh that's yes. awesome all right well Mary Oakley Robertson thank you so much I'm sure I'll be seeing you around d1 soon and uh best of luck the season at etSU
0: of course thank you.
1: All right. And hey, thanks so much to Mary Oakley Robertson for joining me on the podcast today. Go follow her on social media, please, and follow this show as well TikTok and Instagram at No Playbook Pod.